in the morning. When you want the news, you need the front page every hour on the press box. Nothing's writing on this except the uh, First Amendment, the Constitution, freedom of the press, and maybe the future of the country. Not that any of that matters. And now, the news. Steph Curry broke Ray Allen's all-time three-point record last night. Did it against the Knicks in the first quarter. He needed to make two threes last night to break it. And he did so on his first three shots of the game. The Warriors would go on to beat the Knicks. But he passed Ray Allen. So your top three now is Steph Curry, Ray Allen, and Reggie Miller. And the funny part about it is that Steph Curry has at least five more years of a career. Like, it's not even going to be close at the end of the day how many more threes he has than Ray Allen. Do you think it's an unbreakable record? No. Okay. He's the first cool guy to to do it where, where, where it's a thing. I think I've heard it a couple of times. I think Charles Barkley said it last night that nobody's going to catch this. I, I think we're going to have people that start catching this. Now, because if the game changes again, if they somehow, yes, take away the three pointer. Sure. Uh, but yeah, I think move the line back or, or decide to go to more inside game. Then, then yeah, it, it'll be a while. But I, I think shooting the three is cool now. Right. So, so there's going to be some people come up that are really, really good at it. Right. And Cur- I mean, the, when, when we talk about Curry transforming the game, he transformed it because he can shoot a three in any scenario from pretty much any distance. Yeah. Right. He doesn't have to be wide open, catch it at his chest, go up and shoot it. He can shoot off the dribble. He can come off a screen, curl, and not even have to see the rim. There's going to be more people that are able to do that at a similar level of Steph Curry and that are going to be shooting just as much, if not more, than Steph Curry in the future. So, I was shocked at the numbers uh, compared to Ray Allen and Reggie Miller, the number of unassisted threes yeah. that Steph oh. Curry has made over oh, the yeah. course of his career. Because, even, like, again, I grew up, Reggie Miller was my favorite player growing up, and it was like, this guy shoots a lot of threes. Rarely shot more than six a game for an entire season, but almost all of Reggie Miller threes where he'd run off screens, catch it and turn and shoot. And they'd all be assisted. Steph Curry will dribble the ball across half court. And if you're not picking him up, he'll shoot it. And it's not a bad shot. because Steph Curry <laughs> and it goes in like 40 something percent of the time. Let's play the cool game. Who would you rather be Michael Jordan or Steph Curry? If you're on the basketball court. Oh, Curry. Yes. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Yes. And I, I, mean, I consider, I consider the Jordan the goat. Yeah. And I would still, if if I'm playing, I want to be Steph. Oh, yeah. he played The way he plays is way more fun. Is he the number one across the board? LeBron? Um. Well, if I had to pick anybody, I, I would like Kobe? to be able to dunk, too. And um, Curry doesn't dunk a lot. So. Yeah. But he can. <laughs> I mean, he can, but it's sort of, you know, it's, 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 it's finger very roll and tap rolly. the room. Yeah. Yeah. Tap the rim. Um, but LeBron yeah, flies. Okay, if, if, if you're it on might, the playground, who's your go-to if you get to pick? Yeah, it's still probably Curry. I mean, for growing up for me, is Reggie Miller, but Curry's the better right version now, of If that. you could take so, all the skills. Yeah, Steph Curry's probably that. It um, probably is. I, I'm Kobe, and then I'm Steph. Yeah. You're a volume guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> pure volume. <laughs> Put it up like from the bench, from the water fountain, everywhere. Next question. UNLV plays Omaha tonight. Ken Palm projects UNLV to win 78 to 60. Injury notes for UNLV. Victor E. Walker did not practice yesterday, so I would not expect Victor E. Walker to play tomorrow. Mike Nuga did practice yesterday. I would expect Mike Nuga to play. Both of them missed the last game. Uh, on Saturday. So they play Omaha. You excited about UNLV basketball? 
Yes. You I, are? I, I love their non-conference schedule. No. Even though it was like so difficult. Now they're playing Omaha. Yeah. So. Now, 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 now let's let's bums. see them capitalize on all the really tough opponents and, and shake up some of these lesser notes. Uh Nebraska Omaha this year is one and nine. Their only win is over non-division one Hastings. Do you think they're upset that you called them Omaha instead of Nebraska Omaha? Uh if I had to bet, I think they want to go by Omaha. Mm. Their logo is just an O. So why is why is Nebraska in there at all? Um, I don't know. I don't know what they prefer to be honest with you. I mean, it's the University of Nebraska Omaha mm-hmm. is what the official school name is. I think they just go by Omaha. Though. Sounds like they have an identity crisis. Yeah. No wonder UNLV is going to beat them. Yeah, UNLV has its own identity crisis. Nah, I, the basketball I have much more confidence in than the football team. Well, that's that's. <laughs> Let's fair. not trip over that bar. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Dan Snyder. Oh, my goodness. Owner of the Washington football team tried to stop the NFL's third-party investigator from interviewing an accuser. Uh, so, Dan Snyder, there, there's an entire investigation into the organization as a whole uh, with sexual misconduct. Uh, but in this particular instance, there was a former employee that accused Dan Snyder of sexual misconduct. Snyder had paid that employee a $1.6 million settlement. Back in 2009. Right. Over this. Now, the NFL a couple years ago hired a third-party investigator to look into Washington. And when this investigator tried to talk to that employee, Snyder's lawyers tried to prevent it from happening. Uh, Tried to just stop there from ever being a meeting. There eventually was. They did interview him. But one of the details from the Washington Post story on this, private investigators working on Snyder's behalf showed up uninvited at the homes of several former employees or contacted their friends and relatives. According to these former employees or their attorneys, acts many of them viewed as intimidation aimed at discouraging former employees from participating in the NFL's investigation. What did you say? Showed up uninvited? Uninvited. Yeah, yeah. As soon as you say the word uninvited, that's a form of intimidation. (laughs) And friends and 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 relatives, relatives, including one ex-wife. Yeah, like, oh... We can't find John who used to work in accounting. Well, we know where his uncle lives, mm-hmm. so let's go talk to him instead. Like, did what? You re- did you read I... the the long form article? Uh, not the entire thing because it was quite long. Do you have yeah. some fun details? No, it, it, it is greasy on so many yeah. levels. Yeah. But the third party investigator that the team hired to look into it eventually got sued by one of the former yes. lawyers and that's of the why Washington this is football coming out. That's football why, because team. of that lawsuit. That's why this is all coming so, out. So the she, the third-party investigator uh, lawyer, is is in, is hired by the football team and is actually being sued by somebody from the football team. <laughs> it, and she's being paid by the football team. Yeah. It was it was bizarre. And the person that, uh, that sued was really just trying to cover his own butt because... He knew if it all came out about the the payoff from 2009 and and what shook down there, that he was going to get roasted, and he was worried about his image. It and is which is hilarious because his image is already done. Yeah, well, no, he was already the chief owner of the wash of the team that was named after a racial slur. Incredible. So, but hey, don't 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 say I sexually harassed and, anyone. And, and the best part is none of it really revolved around Dan Snyder. There was a whole separate Dan Snyder. Right. This is, yeah. So two important details from this. Number one, the NFL, after this investigation was done, did not take a written report. 
there's no written report to be published or publicized. Well, there's a I, there's got to be a written report somewhere. It's just not publicized. They said no. They 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 said there isn't. They, they, they took an oral report from the investigator and did not take a written report from her. That's that's my kind of report. Right. I, I heard we don't have to type it out. PowerPoints are in the news. I heard PowerPoints <laughs> yeah. are very popular. And the other part is that the NFL, while saying, "Oh, there's only an oral report." The way they punished Dan Snyder was by saying, okay, you can't control the team day-to-day. Your wife is now in control of the Except team day-to-day. they disputed that. Yes. And so, said that he hadn't been removed from, right. from running the team. So it's like the NFL base said, all right, some bad things happened. Let's investigate it. Okay, cool. We investigated it. Trust us. We took care of it. So where did all the come from? Former no, employees that were not intimidated, apparently. No, but if there's if there's no written report, where did all the leaks come from that uh, that took down Gruden? Oh, those were those were that was separate. Those were that emails. That was a separate. That's a different. That's a completely different uh, investigation into because Washington. The uh, Allen was was targeted. Bruce and all Allen, that. Yeah, yeah. It, it, like, strange, bizarre, yeah. sensational, and I think there might be a movie in there somewhere. Dan Snyder with Sean Payton in it. Dan Snyder's going to walk away and dust it all off mm-hmm. his shoulders eventually because nothing's going to happen to him. Do you think any fans still refer to him as Mr. Mister Snyder? Mm, no. So that's my favorite thing in sports is when fans refer to their owner as Mr. Kraft, Mr. Foley. <laughs> I don't call Man, him. Man, you know, that's a great question. I don't call him Mr. Foley. I call him Bill. Bill. Because he <laughs> says, don't call me Mr. Foley. Oh, are you fired? Yeah, he'll send people to your you family. Call, yeah, you call him whatever. <laughs> so I, uh, you know what I call him, Bill. Yeah. Not William. No. Nope. What, what would he? What would he hate more, William no, it's, or Mister? It Foley? is kind of cool when you see him around the office. It is. It, it's it's neat when you see the owner. Because you know uh, a helicopter's out in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> Hope he didn't land on my car. <laughs> is he there to tell you to go use the free car washing and detailing again? Uh, nope, nope, haven't <laughs> haven't done that. But I, I did see him the other day when he spoke to the team about Army Navy and that and that big game. So it was it was, it was a, a weekend, and all of a sudden, Bill goes walking by. Where do you, cool. where do you watch Army Navy? Uh, well, he spoke to the team. I don't know whether he went to the game, uh, but he spoke to the team before the game, in the morning before the game, about the history and uh, the privilege and uh, our armed forces. I don't feel like he would have been able to get to the game in time. He, he has a uh, helicopter. He's, he's got a Is few. <laughs> yeah. I was hoping he was just, you know, pounding some beers back in McKinsey River Pizza watching Army Navy. That was 90 and I. <laughs> No, I want him to be the third, the guy on the third <laughs> stool. Going past go, the go, pepperoni. Go, Gosher was on the third stool, but he had to go. I'm out. So here's some breaking news in the NHL. Patrice Bergeron has been placed in the NHL's COVID-19 protocol. Obviously played just last night against yeah. the Golden Knights. Uh, they had Brad Marchand and Craig Smith that had to go into it yesterday morning. So the timeline there doesn't seem great. The Bruins could end up having an issue here where they have a lot of players that end up in the COVID protocol. And where there's one, you hope there's not two, but when it gets to two, usually there's five. Yeah. So I don't believe, you can correct me if I'm wrong on this. I don't believe we've, have we seen it spread from team to team? Yes. We have in the NHL? Yes. And that is, uh, that is why we've had a couple of uh, cancellations, like, Carolina, uh, uh, Calgary have, have both been shut down. The The idea of severe restrictions in the National Hockey League, like going back to last year's limitations, is very real right now. 
I, the players will will not be happy about it. But there was a, a meeting last night between the National Hockey League, uh, the NHLPA, and and medical uh, personnel, and there's some serious. Uh, considering of, of dialing this thing back because these Boston just came back from a road trip Carolina on a road trip and uh, there's another to Calgary road trip that's where that's where a lot of the stuff is 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 happening Ottawa got shut down earlier this year happened on a road trip when when they're out and they're about it's 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 uh, coming in contact with COVID-19 yeah I mean I for all of our sports mm-hmm. they're at this at right now, there has to be the conversation about going back to how strict your yes. protocols are because we're seeing we're about to get more into the Browns here in just a couple of minutes. Like we're seeing it in hockey with postponed yeah. games. The NBA's had to postpone a couple of games, the Chicago Bulls, like our major sports here. And it's, it's happening in England and, and Europe too with soccer leagues over there. Like we're getting to a point where we're getting more and more COVID cases yeah. that it's going to cause games to be postponed and, and teams to be shut down. And on the hockey side, I don't think people are going out and being crazy. It's just if you go out for dinners or, or you're uh, in the community and then you're on buses and planes for a week and somebody just comes in contact with it, it's go- it goes through the whole team. Can I tell you what was crazy? I went to uh, three Astros games in San Diego uh, mm-hmm. back in September. And it was crazy to me that like Astros players came out down this, you know, dugout and were just signing autographs for people in the stands just right there and whatever. And like, that's a normal thing that would have happened, you know, 2019 mm-hmm. baseball season. But it was just like insane to me. That's like, yeah, if that kid has COVID or something and coughs yeah. right around your ha- half your team's done. But right isn't there. the rule like you got to be around somebody for 15 minutes? I mean, yes, but. And they're outdoors. Yeah. But like they sit and sign autographs for a while. Maybe it's not 15 minutes, but it is for. You know, it's not for the most. It's not like they're just walking by. Hey, and I'm signing. with you. I'd, I'd get them to throw me the. I'd be in the center field. They could throw me the ball. I'd sign <laughs> it, then I'd throw the ball back. And see, I'm more concerned about the fact that they held that ball for an hour and a half, and mm. then they literally like, here, hold this. I've been coughing on it. I've been coughing on it. I've been wiping my sleeve on it. Yeah. All right. Coming up next, we're going to get into the Raiders and Browns. Presumably, there's <laughs> still going to be a game coming up a little bit later in this hour. We got tickets to the Golden Knights and Kings on December twenty third. Dot com. Oh yeah, I didn't. I didn't know you know who it is or anything like that. I, I didn't know. But um, you know, again, like as you're telling me, I'm I, I'm going to prepare the way that I prepare. If I have to prepare differently, that means I don't believe I'm doing it the right way in the first place. And so, um, you know, this this way that I've prepared has helped me be successful in this league um, you know and and I'm always open to my coaches helping me make that process better but I I treat every game like this is the most important one and and I always will and that's just how I am no matter who's playing who's on the injury report all that kind of stuff at the end of the day we're all professional football players and everybody's capable Raiders are supposed to play the Browns on Saturday this week but the Browns are now up to 14 players in COVID protocol. That includes their quarterback, Baker Mayfield, uh, as well as wide receiver Jarvis Landry. Uh, all their tight ends are either injured or on the COVID list, and they've got a couple of starting offensive linemen as well. And their head coach, Kevin Stefanski, is on the COVID protocol. Now, in the NFL, if you are vaccinated, which the large majority of players are, but if you are vaccinated, you can come back and play in the same week you test positive as long as you have two negative tests 24 hours apart. Now, people that tested positive on a Wednesday morning 
that becomes very difficult because basically they're going to have to test Thursday and Friday more likely than not to both of those be negative for them to come back on Saturday. So Brown's potentially down 14 players. It was nine yesterday, four or five today. There could be more tomorrow. I mean, we've, we saw this play out a lot more last year, but we're starting to see this play out in a lot of our sports this year where it keeps happening. Like you keep getting more and more tests throughout the week so far. There are reports from a couple of different reporters that there have been no conversations about postponing this game. I do wonder what the number is because some, I mean, at some point, if they kept getting positive tests, they would have to postpone the game because there wouldn't be players to play on the field. So I do. Can you default? Wonder and have a forfeit. Yeah. So here's the interesting part. I asked that in all seriousness. So in uh, college sports this year, we have already seen a college basketball team forfeit a game because they had COVID issues. Uh, I don't remember seeing it in college football, but that was the rule going in that if any college football team had to miss a game because of COVID outbreak, they would, they would be, it'd be a loss. It'd be a forfeit form the NFL. So before the season, they kind of said that if you have COVID issues, but your team was following COVID protocols, that they're going to be much more lenient about it. If you have COVID issues and they find out, oh, your players were breaking the protocols, right? They were breaking whatever rules we put in place. The leniency was not going to be there from the NFL. Now, that was about whether or not they'd postpone a game. I would assume the NFL would go out of its way to make sure the game is played. We saw them do that last year by putting games oh, on as far back as a Wednesday. It was great. That same week. Yeah, I loved it. So I'd assume given the, you know, the money that they get from every game that's played from whether it's television partners or actually having people in the building that they're going to go out of their way to make sure it's played. But I would have to imagine at some point there, there is a point where they would say, yeah, this is a forfeit. The Browns lose. And how, the how many tests a day do you think these players are taking? Well, you, because if you're vaccinated, you need two negative tests within 24 hours. No, no, 24 hours apart. 24 hours apart. apart. Okay, so 24 hours apart. So is is Baker taking a test at noon, three, six, and nine? Hoping that just once. trying to maximize that if if the six o'clock one is negative, then he can take the next day at six o'clock. Just just trying to hit that window right on. I. Uh... Better question for Ed because he actually goes through it. I believe. Are you only allowed to be tested once a day? I think so. So like they have the official like NFL sanctioned test where yeah. the people they hire come in and test them. I think they only come like once a day. They come to the facility in the morning, test the players. And if the media is there, they test the media once a week too. I think they're only there once a day. So like, I don't think Baker can just go back to the facility and test again. Or he's whatever. not rolling up a Walgreens. And, yeah. And I don't think a Walgreens one counts either. I think if he's turned in a Walgreens I'm, one, they'd be like, I, ah. I actually think that uh, if I recall correctly, it might've been Cam Newton with the Patriots in training camp, getting tested at a different facility might be a like oh, violation. Yeah. Yeah. How'd he, that work out for him? Right. Yeah. He got, he got, uh, he's back with his team. <laughs> he got, he got suspended for it because yeah. he was, the Cam Newton one was he went to an uh, a non-team doctor. Yeah, that was in a state. different city or a different state even, and like the Patriots approved him going to the non-team yeah. doctor. But while he was there, he like got a COVID test from who knows Walgreens or something like that, and they're like, you can't do that. That doesn't count. And so he was technically violating COVID protocols because he didn't get one. At because the they spent money on these tests, damn it! <laughs> if if the game can't like my be dad played, with food. <laughs> if the game can't be played. Is Derek Carr's answer the exact same 
as what he just gave. Because I don't know what he just said. <laughs> he was genuinely asked, hey, I, a bunch of uh, Browns players are on the COVID list. And, he's, and he just word vomited. Well, you know, I just, uh, I prepare. And if I don't prepare, then that means I'm not preparing. And I think I've been very successful with how I prepare. Prepare. All right. And I wrote all that down. I, that makes me appreciate Zach Whitecloud even more. Because he's the greatest. You could ask him about dandelions. He'll give you a legitimate answer about dandelions. Dandelions. And and that, I don't know what that was. But uh, the the Raiders are set up here. Like, it is You're on all a, about this being it an is opportunity on a to platter win. Oh, you are. Raiders. Take advantage Johnny of Johnny Stanton rushes for 200 yards and, uh, and throws for 100. He goes full <laughs> Taysom Hill. Although, scouting. The Browns will be very difficult yeah, this I week. Mean, come on, it's Case Keenum. Well, but the, all the other players. Does does this make a mark a return to the fullback? <laughs> because they don't have any tight ends. And... Well, they use a fullback normally. Mm-hmm. They hell, they've had they, earlier this year. I think was it Nick Chubb tested positive, and mm-hmm. they were down Kareem Hunt because of injury. They had two fullbacks active on their game day roster. Fantasy football league playoffs coming up, right? Like this is just gonna wreak havoc yeah, with everybody. Yeah, I mean. In all seriousness, if you're a fantasy football league, you're probably the winner's probably going to be the team that has the least COVID outbreaks mm-hmm. over the next three weeks. Yeah, this, this is not going to happened. be good for for a lot. There's a lot of money at stake yeah, here because, just because of this. Because we're talking about the Browns. There are, I think it's seven NF, uh, NFL teams that went into advanced protocols yesterday because they've had multiple uh, positives. We've seen it in the NBA. Multiple teams have had some positive outbreaks. The Bulls have had games suspended. We're seeing it in the NHL. Obviously, multiple teams have had games suspended there, too. I don't. We're, I don't think we're talking about it three weeks from now. Oh, it was just the Browns who had some serious issues. Mm, I think I mean, in three weeks we're talking about a handful of teams or more that were. Oh wow, that seems in some real trouble playing this game. Because what what a year have to have the extra week. <laughs> Didn't the Rams like lose everybody but Cooper Cup there for? Well, the problem the Rams lost like five or six, but the problem for the Rams was they lost two players the day of the game, and one of them turned out to be a false positive, which was their tight end Tyler Higby. Like that was the problem that was uh, Sean McVay was so upset about was that the Sean, uh, Tyler Higby had two negative tests in a row and then tested positive. And they were like, well, he's got to sit out. It's a positive test. And then the next day tested negative, which they were like, oh, it was a false positive and had to miss the game. Now, most of these players are vaccinated. Yeah, it's so the positive here is because they're vaccinated. You, you don't get as as sick. right. Baker Mayfield said this morning he's has no symptoms. So even if you miss yeah. this week, at least you're not going to be floored where it's a, a two-week absence and you're having trouble getting back physically right. into the routine. Last year, Andy Dalton literally said, like, he he tested positive, I want to say, in September, and then, like, in the middle of November was like, yeah, no, the only symptoms I still have are, like, I can't smell or taste yeah. anything. Like, it's like, it's been two months and you're testing I've negative, that, yeah. and it's like, you still don't you can't smell anything. Good. Okay. All right. Coming up. Which next. would you rather lose? Taste or smell? Smell. I but smell is a huge part of taste. I know. Well, smell is a huge part of living. Like just being out <laughs> and about. Your sensory taste. Like you, you have to like force feed that. I feel like there's more bad smells than good smells in my life, so <laughs> I'm sitting right here. You don't have to call me out. Jason Fitz joins us next.
Aaron Rodgers is unimpressed with him, but we aren't. It's time for our weekly visit with ESPN's Jason Fitz. We do not have Jason Fitz, which is a tradition on this show. Um, hopefully we'll get Jason Fitz. I do enjoy very much, Darren, during the break. I, what, what did you Google Jason Fitz? Yeah. Okay. And your your reaction to Google Jason Fitz was? Did not know he was in the band Perry. <laughs> that is very cool. <laughs> Love that. I'm a big fan of that. Jason Fitz was in the band Perry. He has lived the life of being in a band and now lived the life of being a sports talk radio host. And he's on TV. People in bands want to be in sports. People in sports want to be in bands. He gets to live the life. But I feel like it's people in sports, not people in sports media. Ah, well, it's close enough. Yeah, close enough. I'm gonna I'm gonna round them up a little bit. I'm I'm looking forward because I hear Jason all the time, and I'm looking forward to actually talking to him. Because well, I'm not just I'm not are, just a not co-host answering. today. I'm a listener. He's not of the a, press box. He's not answering the phone. So. Oh, this is this is kind of cool. So I get to live what happens when you guys are calling me, and you don't, and answer. I'm not answering yes, the phone. This is exactly what that's, happens. Uh, that's that's yeah. phenomenal. You know, Jared's much calmer than I picture him when I'm reading the text, and it's pick up the phone, and then I get another text from you. Why aren't you answering? <laughs> Where are you? And then I text back three hours later. Sorry, was hiking. Jared doesn't get too upset. But I'm never hiking. Yeah. It's usually I'm sleeping. Yeah, I don't believe you anyway. So (laughs) Jared doesn't get too upset. I mean, or he doesn't have like a lot of outward anger emotion. Doesn't throw the phone? No. Well, he does throw the phone, but not out of anger just because he see he's angry right now. That'll make him angry. He he drops the phone on the ground a lot and blames uh, Ari, the producer of Cofield and Company. Do you have fits yet? No, we do not. I don't think we're getting fits. He's scrambling over there. I don't think we're getting fits today. So let me ask you this. Shoot. Do you want to be in a band? I would love to be in a band. Have you ever played an instrument before in your played life? Played the guitar a little bit. Just to strum, goof around while I'm watching games. Gives me something to do instead of eating, <laughs> drinking. <laughs> it occupies your hands. Seriously, that's why I started. Was just like, just give me something to goof around with <laughs> as I do it. Instead of just writing down notes or going back to the bar or eating Three bags of nachos, uh, something along that line. But I would, I would love to be talented enough to get on stage like Gosher. Gosher's in a band, yes, uh, double minor, uh, with Mike Mangello and uh, from from the Golden Knights front office, and that would be very cool. Now Gosh is great; he can sing, he can play. We have to change his his wardrobe because he doesn't. He goes up there more like a hockey media person. He doesn't really fit the vibe of a rock band. Mangello looks like a rock and roll singer. So you got to get Dave Gosher in skinny jeans. Is what you're yeah, me? yeah, we got to get okay. we got to get something going on with it with his wardrobe. Get him some eyeliner, mascara. I don't think we're going there just yet. Baby steps, but we can get there. But maybe like a like I saw Rick Springfield a couple of weeks ago. Like just just a little more hip look. Like like Rick Springfield or Sammy Hagar or something Who like that. Who the hell is Rick Springfield? He's an yes, actor. And he was in General Hospital. Yeah. Who the he, hell is Rick Springfield? I didn't know who he was either. Ask your girlfriend. Yes. She will know who he is. Yes. Very true. And he was in Californication. So he's an actor? Yeah. He's an actor but you and saw a singer. Him. Okay. He's more. He started so, as a singer. Jesse's Girl. You're the only person that's never heard of Jesse's Girl. I'll see if we was got it. A, is that a song? Yes. Yes. 
Okay. And I've done everything for you. You've done nothing for me. That's that's our relationship. That's my theme song for you and I. Who? Which one of us has done everything? I've done everything for you, but you've done nothing you've for me. I, 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 I'd me? like to describe. I like to describe our relationship as give and take. <laughs> I give, he takes. <laughs> he takes. <laughs> like today, I'm the guest co-host. I'm here, 35 minutes before the show. Jared and I are here 35 minutes before the show. You roll in three minutes before air. Eh, ten minutes. You've never heard this song? I have, yes. I know this song. Yeah, this is Rich I, I shouldn't say I know this song, but I've heard this song. Yeah. Okay, this is Rick Springfield. Also, I think I can't play any more than this, or otherwise we got to pay for it. <laughs> oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, right, right. So why were you late today? Or were you actually on time? Was is three minutes to show time actually you rolling no, in is, on time? This is the latest I've ever shown up. And you decided to do it on my day. So um the, the line I hold on, let me predict. The line at the Chick-fil-A was very long. No, the line at the Chick-fil-A was not actually long, but you had a flat tire. No, no. Go the to dog Chick- ate your keys. Go to Chick-fil-A, uh, order my breakfast, get up to the I pay, get up to the window yeah. and everything. And you don't have your wallet. No, I, I paid and everything. He comes to me and he says, Hey, your chicken minis are going to be a few more minutes. Can you pull over to the little parking spot they have for yeah, yeah, drive yeah. through people? So the I park. go pull and wait for them to make my chicken minis because for some reason the Chick fil A wasn't okay, ready that, to go. That, that accounts for five minutes. Yeah, okay. I, I got here at like 6.50. I normally get here at like You were not here at 6.50. Yeah, I was. There's not. Jared? It was not 6.50. It yeah, was it like was. 6.52. Yeah, it was 6.50. Roll enough. in here. Yeah. So I'll take that as a compliment, that you don't need to be here to hold went, my hand through the through the pre-show preamble. Which of course not. There was, no, there was no pre or amble. Well, we just get on the microphone and talk about <laughs> yeah. sports. Also, there's not that much to it. If we need to do, any, like, do anything for the show, we just have an on-air meeting. Oh, that's a good idea. I like those. <laughs> no, it's kind of a tradition of the show because we're bad at planning. Yeah. What such as I play the open for a guest and they don't answer and they don't answer the yeah. phone. It's yeah. very fun. Do you guys think that Ed right now is just living the life in Dallas at the at the owners' meetings, I, I, enjoying every moment of not being here? I believe Ed is in a windowless room that is painted white, and he is trying to plug an Ethernet cable in. <laughs> And trying to that doesn't have an Ethernet cable port. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he, he he's not wrong about those owners' meetings. Having covered them uh, in, on the hockey side, the the meeting gets out and all the owners scatter, and you have to pick who you think might talk. It's not even about who's the best or the the go to owner. It's just who you can actually get to stop. Because if you pick the wrong one, and they go by and you loop back and you've missed the other five that you could possibly get, then you're really in trouble. And if the uh, league decides, well, we, we don't really have much going on, so uh, we'll just uh, see you at tomorrow's session, then you're really up against it. So I, I feel bad for Ed uh, covering a Board of Governor meetings. Yeah, I don't think he's living it up. Last night... Um he was he was texting me about we're having Steve Sisolak on the show tomorrow. He was oh, texting no me about getting Steve Sisolak on, and then he sends me a message that says, "Food will be here in four minutes. Meet me in the lobby," which obviously wasn't for me. It was for Heidi Fang with the Review Journal, who's there. So, so I don't. He's, think he's ordering in. Yeah, I assume they got like Postmates delivered to their hotel or something like that. It was Boston Market, by the way. Where are they staying? Boston Market still open? I guess. 
a lot of questions that I don't have the answer to. There's you no guys. restaurant where they're staying. I read I think a, they can't go out in Dallas. He's not an out guy. Yeah. Like well, you he don't doesn't have to go to. A, a club. He went, but to, you can he, go for dinner. He went to New York and Uber Eats. He got Uber no. Eats pizza. He, he didn't go out for pizza. That's he just had wrong. Uber Eats deliver him a pizza. And I like my Ed. I do. I like my Ed. But but this <laughs> this is distressing on on so many levels. You having uh, Steve on tomorrow? Yeah, Steve Sislak will join us at eight thirty tomorrow. I work with his daughter. You Harley. work with his yep. daughter. We're cubicle mates. Cubicle mates. Yes. Carly, she's awesome. Okay, very cool. We have a. I, I'm I'm her work uncle. That's, that's how fair. old I am. That's, that's okay. A, I, I, I lot I, to unpack there. Well, I, I I I offer the the experience of my life, and I and I guide the the young people. Does she want the experience of your life, or is Some, this sometimes she'll lean on me. She'll get. She'll, she'll say something like, "Hey, am I gonna like being old?" And I'll say, ah, it's not too bad. Like the, the hip squeaks every now and then, but being old isn't too bad. Or what's it like? Should I even think about kids? I'm like, oh, kids are okay. They, they no. they're stressful. Oh, you're giving advice to have kids? Yes. No. Well, I I adopted. Uh, we adopted our children when they were each four, so we didn't have a stroller or a diaper or anything. So we 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 timed it pretty well. Still sounds terrible. Yeah, there's there's days. But then you have last night where we're around the table and we're doing homework and we're all laughing and sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but say hi to Steve for me. I've never met him, but I talk to him through through Carly all the okay. time. We had your what is she daughter? Sislak's daughter. Yes, we <laughs> had your daughter's work uncle on yesterday, and he he'll says know hello. who I am. <laughs> he will know who I am. I by the way, I think it's cool. I don't think I've ever heard a better endorsement to not have kids than you describing a good experience was sitting around a table doing homework. Well, my daughter was doing art homework, so she was doing this project, and my youngest daughter was doing some uh, language uh, English uh, homework, and we were we were just having a family gathering. It do was you, cool. Do you think I want to help an eight-year-old diagram a sentence? Uh, no, it's it is tough. It is it is difficult or long division. That's where I ran into trouble because they do it a different way now. Why they changed, I don't know. So fighting over long division, but but there is there's moments. Oh, you are the parent that's mad there's... about new math, aren't yes, you? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's the thing though. Yeah. He's already gonna have the stroller and the diapers because his dogs are oh, yes. a mess. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, my girlfriend's Christmas present's <laughs> so, a stroller for our dog. For your dog. Yeah. So he's already going to own all the stuff. We just need to get the baby in the house, and then once it's there, we'll, we'll it, it'll be like a dog that that can talk. It'll have the exact I'll same attribute. Give, give it to Darren. <laughs> he adopted kids before. He can adopt this one. A stroller for your dog. Yeah, yeah. Uh, squash is a French bulldog. Yeah, squash. Yeah, I've heard squash. Um, he doesn't like to actually go on walks, mm-hmm. uh, but he loves to go new places. So the idea is we'll put him in the stroller and push him around, and he'll enjoy it. Wow. Yeah. I've never, when I was in Tokyo, they love, uh, there was a mall uh, that we went, the one mall that we went to all the time, tons of dog strollers. Like, everybody had a dog stroller. Yeah. I'd never seen it before. Got to get one for squash. Uh, yeah. That So, a high-end stroller, or are you, like, is it a wagon? Oh, we're, we're going to, we have a wagon thing that doesn't work very well because he's not comfortable in it. Like, he won't sit or lay down. He'll just sort of stand awkwardly in it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's gonna be like surfing. 
Squash is yeah, a surfer. You know, he's a French bulldog who... Do you ever think about, like, sending it down a hill? No. What you, I like my dog. <laughs> he doesn't make me do homework at night. <laughs> yeah, he just makes you... <laughs> He makes you spend money on on baby equipment. Yeah, don't get me started. And then you have another dog that I'm actively yesterday was Googling eye, dog eye patches yeah, for yeah. you. She has a puncture in her eye. Not good. How'd that happen? We're not 100% sure, but she's a sheet suit, so she's got a very flat face, so she yeah. probably just walked into something because they don't have a snout to, you know, protect them from walking into things. But yeah, she's had a punctured eye. She's had it for like, it's healed, healed up nicely, but it's... Takes like See, I have months. a Shih Tzu, and it doesn't walk into things. Right. This one doesn't normally either, so I don't know exactly what happened. But she must have. I don't know how else it would have happened. I don't think you're a good dog owner. We've had a lot I of think problems. Now, now think we've decided he shouldn't have kids. Yeah. And I'm thinking about taking away your dogs. I'm a great dog owner. Dogs have the best lives they could have. <laughs> Are you sarcastic and condescending to them, too? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Hmm. Like Ruby, the Shih Tzu, she like will bark at the door because she wants to go outside and then not go outside like she's a cat or something. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I think you'd be a better cat owner. Probably. Like you in, 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 in your next life, you will be a cat. Yeah, yeah. Cats seem pretty chill. And not a cool one. Not a cool one? Just an annoying cat. Have you seen Jesse Granger's hairless cat? Uh, yeah, that's uh, freaky. What a demonic looking thing. Yeah, I'm not Absolute doing that. horror show. Not All right, that. here we go. <laughs> We I got need, Golden Knights tickets to I give away. We are, we are rewarding you for sitting through whatever <laughs> that was. We got Golden Knights tickets, two of them, to the Golden Knights <laughs> and Kings on Thursday, December 23rd. So if you want to check out the Golden Knights and Kings just before Christmas, 702-364-1100 is the phone number. 702-364-1100. We'll take caller number nine. You'll get a pair of tickets to see the Golden Knights take on the Kings. 702-364-1100. I think people really say it this way, but let's not make a mistake. I mean, we have free agency in college football, and the kids a lot of times go to where they're going to get paid the most. So no one else is saying that maybe, but, you know, the kids say this is what I'm getting here for NIL, you know, and so what we really have, it is what it is, you know. Free agency has been created in college football, you know. I can go, except you can't lock people into a contract. You know, they can go at any time. So it's a new world that we're in, you know, and sometimes they want to come to you but say, I'm, I get this much money if I go there. So this is just a whole, whole new thing to deal with. Congratulations to Steven. He won tickets to go to the Golden Knights and Kings on December 23rd. Next hour, we got tickets to Disney on Ice, the Press Box Holiday Hookup. Next hour, stay tuned. You heard Lane Kippen talking about free agency in college football. It's already paid off in what might be the funniest way possible. How so? According to 24-7 Sports, Travis Hunter, who is the number one prospect in the class of 2022, committed to Florida State, is going to flip and sign with Jackson State and Deion Sanders today. HBCU! Really? Yep. Because of NIL? We can assume, right? I mean, Deion Sanders might be convincing too, but I have to imagine there's Is some Deion name. paying him himself? I think that's against the rules. Oh. But <laughs> <laughs> one way or another, yeah, probably. So, again, Travis Hunter, the number one player in the class of 2022, has been committed to Florida State since March 3rd of 2020. 
So you know what happens. He goes and plays for Dion for a year, makes his cash, and then goes and plays for a, a, a big program in year two and then turns pro. Got to be three years before you turn pro, but okay. yes. He plays two years at Dion. And I'm I'm not calling it Jackson State or whatever. Why not? Because well, it's Dion School. Dion State. Yeah, call it Dion. Dion State. State. That's he's I think play, that's what the media calls. He's going to play two years at Dion State, and then he's going to Florida. I don't think that's a bad plan at all. If you're him. now the other thing, well, Jackson State might be better than Florida State next year too. By the way, Jackson State was really good this year. Again, they're in the SWAC. It's certainly a lower level than the ACC, but they were the best team in the SWAC and Florida State. Where are you most likely to win a Heisman? Not Florida State either. Well, he's a defensive back. He's not winning. Yeah, there's no way he's he's not Heisman. Heisman. Why not? Defensive players can win. Honestly, there's been one. Okay, so (laughs) I'm I'm not wrong, and I'm pretty sure (laughs) I'm not wrong. As a defensive player, he might actually have a better shot at winning at playing for Deion Sanders than he would at Florida State. In all seriousness, Mm -hmm. like the name recognition, he's probably going to be. You know, oh, wow, this guy plays for Deion Sanders. That guy was really good. And Jackson State's 12-0 and or whatever their record is next year. Well, if he goes to Florida State, they're probably like 6-6. Six and six. Is he allowed to be in a commercial with Deion? Um, can he be in a commercial I, with your head coach? He can be in a commercial. There, There's rules that, like, I'm going to say yes. I'm yeah, pretty sure I he could so. be. Because, like, if, what is Deion? He's in progressive or is, is it, it's Aflac with Nick Saban. If Aflac came to him and said, hey, we're going to pay Deion Sanders yes. and the player, then yeah, that's, yeah, I think that's perfectly fine. It's a brilliant decision yeah. by him then. Yeah. Deion so, State all the way. Deion State. Print up the jerseys. Let's get the sweaters going. <laughs> T-shirts. <laughs> I am I am so pumped for Deion Sanders making Jackson State and being like a legitimate thing in college football as a SWAC school. It's going to be a ton of fun. It already is fun. It's going to be great.